Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We've been sharing the last month on a sermon called The Secret Place. Father, bless your word. Bless your word. Bless your word, Jesus. Let it fall on good ground. Let everyone leave here impacted and imparted into because of your word. In the name of Jesus, let it not return until you void, but let it accomplish that which it is set to do. I pray change. I pray repentance and not resistance. I pray salvation and not stubbornness. Let us be flexible and open and vulnerable to your will and your way. Let's not be the stubborn souls we've been, rejecting anything we don't like as if we're immature babies. Let us go from milk to the meat of the word. Let us go from babies to mature adults in the spirit realm. Let us be able to handle the meat and truth without offense. In the name of Jesus. Father, we live to please you. Father, we live to please you. Do you not know? And the Lord spoke this on the plane to me today. He said, he said, Ty, most people don't know that I require something of them. Most people don't, don't realize that I, I, I require, it's not just plop, you're in the earth, go ahead and enjoy and I'll cover you and I'll fight your battles and I'll clear it and I'll heal you and when you slip up. No, 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 I'm not your guardian only. I'm your creator. I created with purpose. You owe me function. You owe me function. Nah, you got to function correctly. I require that. If I make a little car and it don't run right, I'll try to fix it. I'll try to fix it. If it doesn't function correctly, I do, it, I do away with it. You destroy it. Anything that doesn't function how the creator intended it to gets tossed. I require function. I require holiness. Present your bodies. I require something, man. What is God requiring of you? You know in your secret place. I came home to my wife this this morning. She said, he's requiring consistency from me. You're right. He wants me to be consistent. I start stuff. I don't finish it. I get excited. And I'm like, ah. Apathy kicks in like that. God is requiring consistency from me. I was like, wow, amen. And that's just one of the things she shared with me. But she knew. You know. Dig a little bit. Get quiet a little bit. Turn the phone off a little bit. Seek him. Meditate on him a little bit. Listen. He's requiring something of you. And when you give him what's required... You're rewarded. 
He creates you to please him. He gives you the will, the strength, the ability to please him. And when you please him, he rewards you as if it was your choice and your, and your, you, he's so good. You don't have to do everything, just do what's required. Maybe you're, maybe you're required to separate yourselves from some things or people in this season. So you can even hear what's required. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But he was talking. He talks in a secret place. He speaks in us all in a secret place. Saved or not, whether you read the Bible this year or not. Yeah, whether you prayed or not this year or the last 20 years. If you are alive, God is trying to communicate with you. If you're alive, not if you have sense. He knows how to communicate with people who have mental illnesses. He knows how to communicate with people with mental challenges. He knows how to communicate with people who are disabled. Come on, y'all. We don't all the time, but God does. If you are alive, he's trying to communicate with you. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 1 that we suppress his voice. We suppress the truth we know because of the wicked and the evil. And I know a lot of us don't think we have wicked and evil, so I like to say the pretense, I like to say because of self-pleasure, because of what we want, which leads, if you continue to satisfy you, you continue to do you, you continue to suppress his voice, you continue to mute and ignore him, saved or not, you know, you, you continue to do that, then you will go in the path of evil. Because there's nothing outside of him but that. There's no purgatory lifestyle. You're either in the spirit or in the flesh. Oh, we cutting early. I'm sorry. I should have. I tried to soften it up. You either in the spirit or in the flesh. Those that are in the spirit do mine. The things of the spirit, those that are after the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the spirit reap life eternal. You reap life eternal. Those that live after the flesh reap death. 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 And this church is called Live. <laughs> so you're in the right place this morning. <laughs> Clap your hands and say, I'm in the right house this morning. I'm he speaks to us all. We, we explain this. We set this whole sermon up by explaining that he speaks to animals. He speaks to trees. He spoke to the animals so they can come to the ark when it was time for Noah to put them all on the ark, two by two, male and female. How come every animal didn't come? So if, them, if that family had kids, them kids had to stay. only two came. Because God only spoke to the two. God spoke to the raven and told him, hey, feed my servant Elijah. He spoke to him. He knows how to speak. He speaks to the waters and say, hey, my children of Israel need to get across there. I need you to go ahead and stand up. I know you don't usually do this. But to my left, stand, please. To my right, stand. Amen. Make way in the middle. All right. Wind, I need you to go ahead and dry that up. I don't need them getting all muddy in their shoes. They walked across on dry. Y'all. It wasn't even a muddy journey. He speaks to elements. He speaks to the stars. We talked about all of this. So how can he not speak to you? That's what I'm trying to say. His most prized possession. The only thing in the earth that has his image. God doesn't look like animals. He looks like you and I. 
He made man in his likeness, like him, and in his image. You're his most prized possession. So he's going to talk to the waters, but not you. He's going to talk to locusts and say, plague Egypt. But he won't speak to you and say, don't do that. He's saying don't do that. We don't like that. Okay, now let's get into it. When he says what we don't like, we completely ignore or mute quickly in our natural flesh. It's called the noetic effects of sin. The damage that sin had on our mind since Adam's bite. Now we're all born mentally uh, 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 stubborn or what's the word? Thank you. Mentally hostile against the things of God. You got to know that in your natural man without Christ, you are hostile against the things of God. Well, now I'm a pretty nice person. People like hostile against the things of God. The things of God. Yes, you get along with everybody at Starbucks and everybody likes. I'm not talking about that. It's easy to trick people because they're not in your secret place. Uh-oh. make you think I like you and go home like that girl is crazy as I don't know what people deceive people every day that's why God said I'm not hanging out there I'm gonna hang in the secret place I'm gonna be right in your heart I'm gonna be right here looking at your motives looking at your intentions God is not outside looking in he's in he's in and it should be a good thing unless you're a manipulator. It should be a good thing unless you're a hustler and you like getting by. It should be a good thing that God really sees your intentions. Because you can do the wrong thing with the right intent and he'll reward your intentions. Or you can do the right thing with the wrong intent and you'll still be rewarded judgment for your wrong intentions. So I'm glad God is in the secret place. When you're in the secret place, you know what I mean. And it's called the secret place because, number one, people don't know. It's the secret. People don't know the conversations you're having with yourself right now. You're having a conversation right now. Like, is that, what's that on there? Boy? I don't know what y'all are talking about on me, but you're having a conversation about either what I'm saying, the next thing I'm going to say, or somebody say, why don't he ever stand still while he teaches? I'm like, girl, just listen. Why do you care how much I move? It's distracting. I can't. Well, turn. Just turn. Somebody always got something to say. You sit down and teach. I like to move. I'm sorry. Where I go? So I don't know what you're thinking. It's called the secret place because we don't know. Friends, spouses, people. We don't know. Yeah, let me, let me, let me. Hey, friend, hey, spouse, I don't know all the time what you think or what you mean. Quiet on this side. I'll come over here. Hey, spouse. Hey, friend. Hey, boss. I don't always know what you mean. That's your secret place. You know what you mean when you say, hey, I just felt like you was trying to. I don't know. Communication and how you communicate is very important because I, I can't. Oh, I'm about to go. I can't stand when people are like, yo, leave me alone. Oh, I said, no, I didn't mean it like, I meant like, you know, give me some space. Well, why not say give me some space? <laughs> if that's your secret place, all gentle and nice. 
No, all I meant was, you know, excuse me. Because, well, say excuse me. Excuse me is different from move. Y'all. So I'm supposed to know your secret place and be like, she, she just meant, no, I, I only get what you give. Unless we tight like that, and I know you like that. So it's hard for me to trust people, man. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Get, get as close, communicate as close to your secret place as possible. Because you ain't got to give me the raw, raw, raw. Ty, I like you, but I hate your braces. I hate talking to you because your braces. That might be your secret, but I don't need to know all that. But communicate as close to that as possible. That makes me trust you. That's why people like animals and kids. Come on, I thought y'all would be with me to my right. Let's go back to it. Michael Jackson like bubbles and children because I don't trust nobody else. Bubbles and babies is all he had. We walk up, we, we got these little dogs. We, we walk at the outlet out in Orlando. Well, I'm in Orlando, I'm sorry. Last night I was somewhere else. We walk at the outlets out here and people run up to us. I'm like, oh my God, they wanna, they might wanna speak to me. They might want a picture. They might want an autograph. Okay, let me brace myself. Hi, hi. they like, oh my God. Y'all know each other? I'm saying. So polite to the dogs. Have a full conversation before they say, what is it? Well, I'm fine. How are you? But people know that dog is going to give you their real them. Dogs can't lie. They hungry. If they don't want you to leave the room, they're going to give you the real secret place. Kids are the same. They don't have phony human filters. Okay. That's why he said, hold on. When you step to me, step to me like a little child. God said, when you come to me, come as a little child. Pure, open, vulnerable. Without deceit or lies. Worship me in spirit and truth. I want the real you when you worship. I don't want that phony church you. Nah. Secret place. It's a place where the real you dwells. It's the heart. It's the heart. It's the mind. It's, all, it's the soul realm. The soulless realm is very complex. And what I mean by complex, it doesn't mean confusing. Y'all remember that, right? Complex, like a housing complex. It's just many rooms. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not saying I'm confused. I'm saying it's so much to the soul. You can't say the soul is the mind. It's the thoughts. It's the feelings. It's the heart. It's the spirit. It's the, it's the place where you converse with you. What do I think about this? And God is in there. We think we're in the secret place alone. God is in there like, you want to know what I think? Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. School, what you think, school? Friends, what you think, friends? Social media, what you think for social media? You, 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 you. You're weighing all your options, and God is like, let me know. Let me know. I'll be here. Because we don't want to ask God nothing, because we already know what he's going to say. 
if we thought God's responses would always be favorable to us and what we want, we will run to, nobody got to tell you to pray. Nobody got to tell you to seek him. Ain't nobody, God, I need a raise. Boom, thank you. God, I need to be, if he always answered favorably, nobody will have to tell you to seek him. But we know good and well, when we come to God, he gonna check us. Y'all quiet for some reason. Yeah, he gonna check us. That's why we said Wednesday, let him fix it so he can feel it. Let him fix you so he can feel you. We talked about in Genesis, oh God. In Genesis chapter one, then I'm gonna start the sermon and I'll do this quick. Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Verse 1. Verse 2, the earth was without form, void. Darkness was upon the deep. Okay, we believe this is when chaos hit the earth. I always say this. That's verse number 2, chaos hits. All right, Liv, I'm going to say this so much, you're going to be able to preach it at the family reunion. Okay? Because it ain't always about preaching it at conferences. It's about your circle of influence. So stop posting selfies all the time and put a scripture up there. Tell them what God been, God been dealing with me today, y'all, about patience. I, tell them, tell them, y'all. Never mind. Verse 2, chaos hits. Verse 22, we see, and he blessed them. Whoa. So a blessing didn't come for 20 verses. Chaos hits in 2. We don't get blessed until 22? God, you had me waiting 22 years, I mean 22 verses. You got me waiting 22 months, I mean 22 verses. Y'all waiting 22 weeks, I mean 22 verses. You done went through 22 friends, I mean 22 verses. Before I'm finally blessed, what you waiting on, God? That whole time, he was restoring order. He was fixing, y'all not with me this morning. Put the moon here, the stars here, the sun here, the mountains here, the waters here. And when everything was in order, he blessed it. God blesses order. Blessings follow order. If your life is out of order, I question when your blessing will come. I said it Wednesday, if you see a soda machine and it says out of order, are you going to put money in it? Are you going to invest in it? Are you going to look at the options with Pepsi, Sprite? Why are you even going to look at what they got? I'm not even going to look at what's inside you. Because you're out of order. We want God to bless certain relationships that are out of order. According to him. Y'all get along fine and it's cool that y'all shacking. But God says that's out. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm not judging nobody. Been there, done that. Not judging nobody in here at all. But you got to know the dysfunction so you won't be frustrated with God. Like, well, I'm serving you. Well, you got to get your life in order. It's not just about can you speak in tongues. Not just about can you wave your hand. It ain't just about can you obey his... Good God, I got to... You feel me? It's kind of hard to expect blessings when we're out of order and we know it. Because Christians have created this new space called not that bad. So 
so, 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 so we got good and we got evil, but we got good is in the Bible. Evil is in the Bible. I can't find. Ask your neighbor, which side are you on? What's wrong with my money? Out of order, maybe. What's wrong with my mind? What do you, what do you meditate on? You, you got to check you. Because God created you to function correctly. I'm just flowing right now. I, I, I need to get into the sermon so people won't leave. And again, when I'm done the sermon, please do not walk and do not leave. It's very distracting. A lot of... Thank you. That's live. Y'all know, don't make pastor mad today, please. <laughs> Let me hurry up and finish so y'all can all leave at the same time. <laughs> Jesus is on the mount, and he's, he's addressing the secret place. Uh, bless all the poor in spirit. But there's the kingdom of heaven, poor in spirit. Another translation says, blessed are those who know how much they need God. Poor in spirit. I know how much I need him. That's a secret place issue. Thank you for that praise. Because that's how I felt when I, when I heard that. Blessed are the poor in spirit. He said, blessed are they that mourn. For they shall be comforted. Now, I always thought if you're grieving... If you have a lost loved one or whatever in your morning, God said, I'll comfort you. Now, that's not wrong, but I read another translation. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Right? Look at this translation. That's not it at all, but thank you so much. Yeah, blessed, forgiven, refreshed. That one, blessed, forgiven, refreshed. Blessed, forgiven, refreshed by God's grace. That's what blessed is right there. Blessed are those who mourn over their sins and repent, for they will be comforted when the, when the burden of sin is lifted. It got quiet at live, and I don't know what's wrong. Blessed are those who mourn over how bad you were, over how it, when God reveals to you your sin, you're like, oh my God, you're blessed because when I lift that burden off you and I save you from your sins and I free you from them chains, you'll be comforted when the burden of sin is lifted. So you can cry over a loved one and that burden still be there. Do y'all see that? Is that, is that, is that, that, that's in the way, that little curtain right there. But that word says sins. Oh, thank you. Whoa, okay, production. See, y'all go to a real church. Y'all don't understand where y'all at this morning. Blessed, forgiven, refreshed by God's grace. That's a blessing to be forgiven. Y'all don't, to be blessed means forgiven and refreshed by God's grace. Not another check in the mail, but he freed me from hell. I feel like running in here. I don't need another dollar. I don't need another zero added to my account just to know that I'm not going to hell. Just, uh, period. I don't have to live in my sins. 
I'm not living in my sins. I'm free from my sins. That's a blessing to be free from my sins. Amen. It says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The meek means power under restraint. It means I could respond a certain way and flip this whole building, but I'm going to chill. Jesus on the cross like, oh, I could, mm, 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 mm. Woo, y'all don't even know. That's what Jesus said. Y'all don't even know. I could flip this whole. It still was an earthquake when he died. I tried to hold it together, but y'all don't know what I can do. Power under restraint. We have little meekness. We do whatever. But meekness is a secret place issue. I know I can tell him or her off, but you know what? I'm going to respond kind. They don't have to know that you had that conversation with God, but you got to respond with kindness. Even speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm, this is a secret place stuff. I'm setting something up. They said it this morning, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hunger and thirst is a secret place thing. Hunger and thirst after righteousness. I really desire to be right with God. Okay, that was all five of y'all. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Bless all the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy is in the secret place. Bless all the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That's the most secret place one out of them all. Bless all the pure in heart. So God is coming up here. Jesus is coming, addressing the secret place. Then he went on to say we are the salt of the earth. Then he went on to say that we are the light of the world. And then he went on to say, ye have heard, thou shalt not kill else you'll be in danger of judgment. He said, but I say unto you, even if you get that mad, even if you have anger without cause, you're in danger of judgment. Y'all feel that? That's a secret place issue. So don't kill. Thou shalt not kill or you'll be in danger of judgment. Jesus was like, that's cool, but why are you angry? That's before you, 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 you plan to kill somebody. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, Cain, what's the problem? What's your brother do to you? What's, why, why are you angry? Check that. Oh, y'all don't. God came to address the secret place. We address the results. We address the performance. Because we don't know the secret place. But God does. All right? He says, settle your, if you're, trying to, uh, if you're trying to go worship the Lord and you remember you got beef with somebody, excuse me, you have an art with your brother. Sorry about that. You're going to present a sacrifice to the Lord and you remember you got an art with your brother, leave that sacrifice right there. Right there on the side. Uh -huh. Go reconcile with your brother and then come up and offer sacrifices unto God. I'm not going to receive your worship and you hate her. Okay, because I know you hate her. I'm in a secret place. It's hard to receive your worship when you got such darkness in your heart, Ty. So go get that relationship fixed and then come back and worship and honor me because that's the life that does. Hope y'all shouted earlier. He said, agree with your adversary quickly. <laughs> Before you take that matter to court, agree with your adversary quickly. I want to say this one. I like this one. Let's, let's go to that one. 
When you are on the way to court with your adversary, right? So we so mad we're going to court. This is probably not anybody, but just look at how far it could go. Settle your differences quickly before you get to court, right? When you're on your way, just settle. Don't even let it get there. Why? Because otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to the officer and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid This is Jesus talking. He said, if you let it get that far, I'm not even going to bail you out. Why you let it get that far that you got thrown in jail? And now you want me to bail you out. You could have stopped it at the argument. You could have stopped it when you drew up the papers. You could have stopped it on the way to court. Now. Ooh, I knew they wouldn't like it. That's why I tried to shout longer. I tried to shout longer. Look at your neighbor and say, handle that. That's what she's talking about. Dwell together in unity. Why we got beef with each other? What's the deal? Somebody is not humbling themselves. Even in marriage, somebody is not. Let me just try to understand real quick. You're so trying to make your point that you're not humbling yourself enough to listen and understand. Somebody's not humbling themselves. irreconcilable differences so it wasn't different when you proposed how you get on the same page never mind so y'all started on the same page for weeks or months or years however long y'all was dating to the point where you agreed to get married now it's an issue either you always knew it was an issue and you just wanted somebody last name or you're not humbling yourself. Oh, they're not coming back next week. Man, I should have did joy comes in the morning this week. Joy comes in the morning, y'all. Joy comes in the morning. Jesus, the Son of God, is coming in his first sermon addressing humanity and how we deal with each other. I would have been excited to tell everybody, yo, I'm the son of God. Y'all ready to bow to me? Listen, follow me. He didn't start with that. How you treating them? Okay, don't do that to them. His first sermon, you talk about, don't do that to her. That's my child. That's my girl right there. Oh, that's my man right there. Don't do, don't. Because I'm treating them good. You're treating them bad. I cannot stand when people try to correct my kids. It's like, whoa. You don't get to handle her like she's yours. And that's what God is saying with every human being. You don't get to handle them like they're yours. They are mine. And if you love me, you respect my stuff. Oh, y'all ain't here this morning. Woo! Look at your neighbor and say, respect God's stuff. Tell the other one, I'm God's stuff. That's who he's talking about, me, me, me. Not the house of God, not the stage, not the altar. No, me. He said, he's talking about the secret place. He said, you heard, watch this, put it up there on the screen. You have heard that it was said by them of the old time, 
thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her, you already committed lust with her already in the secret place. That's where pictures come in at. Remember I was talking about you zooming in on them Instagram pictures? Just making them capital L's like. Are you mad it don't stretch further? Sorry. You on Snapchat looking at these pictures you're doing all that? All you're doing is lusting in your heart and God is like, it's the same. By the time we commit the sin, it's no surprise to God. He saw us the whole time. So we're not even safe just to hide and just have crazy meditations. Because let the words of my mouth. I got to get out of here. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Not just sexually food, you can lust after food, you can lust, it's just things. Lust after people's houses, you can just be filled with envy. Whatever we fill our eyes with, we can uh, uh, strengthen lust in our lives. What are you looking at? What are you meditating on? Because to God, you already committed the act. You know it's going to get good before, before, before I end this, right? I hope you do, because it's not the good news, it's not the gospel if it just ends like this. It's good now? Okay. <clears throat> we need to know that. You can go in your room, go in your closet, and just hide and watch all you want to watch, but you're not hiding from everybody. That's all I'm saying. And the one that matters the most to is there. I can sneak away from my wife and watch whatever I want, and, she, and we still be cool in the next moment, but that don't mean I snuck away from God. says I'm almost done let me stop saying that I say I'm almost done so y'all can kind of relax like okay not too much longer not so you can leave he said you're almost done you ready let's go <laughs> not that one not that one Titus 2 Titus 2 in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works We'll break this down Wednesday. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness. We're going to talk about all this gravity, sincerity, sound speech. Watch this. That cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Y'all missed that whole part. Y'all still stuck on adultery and lust. Y'all so messed up because you got to erase some pictures. Or you, so, that ain't the point. At least that's natural. Mm -hmm, didn't like that either. This is evil we're talking about. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. Show yourself a pattern of good works. I heard Dr. Carol Carolyn Leaf say this. She said, if you keep saying to yourself, this always happens to me, or I always, oh, I always go through this. If you keep saying that, you'll revert back to an already established pattern where your behavior is predictable. 
So if you always say, oh, they always talk. If you say they always or this always, you'll just go to what you always respond, how you always respond. Treat your same struggle as a brand new situation. It could be the same temptation, but treat it new. Like, oh, hold on, what's this going on? Uh-uh. Don't treat it as something common or familiar. I always struggle with lesbianism. I always struggle with, I always struggle with drugs. Uh-uh. No, don't keep saying that. This is a new problem to me. Because I'm a new creature today. So what, how do I respond to this? How does my new man respond to this? How does my new mind respond to this? How does my new spirit feel about this? Don't put it in the common category. Because you're going to have your predictable response. Show yourself a pattern of good works. A pattern. Not a day. Not a moment. Not a week, a pattern of good works. You should be able to look back over the last few years of your life and see, Lord, I've really been trying to please you. God, I've really been trying to honor you. You should have a pattern of good works for yourself. Okay? I'm almost done, y'all. But be lucky, I'm tired. The secret place, watch this. The secret place is the place where we choose what's right. That's what I want to say. The secret place is the place where God normally shows us what's wrong. But that's not the point. The secret place is the place where we get to choose what's right. Uh, is that not? Okay, that's not. That didn't click like I thought it would click. Let me, let me get it. Let me get it clicking. Let me get it clicking. Let me get it clicking. Okay. The secret place is the place where your altar is. Altar is a place not a prayer only. Altar is the place where you're going to kill something. The altar is a bloody place. Y'all not with me today. The altar is a violent, bloody place. The secret place is the place where you kill something. Nine times out of ten is our own ways and our own habits and our own thoughts and our own behavior. The secret place is the place where you kill something. And do you know... Mm. that they often had to, you got to tie the, the sacrifice up. Now, mind you, these are not bruised uh, sacrifices. They're very healthy. They're without spot or wrinkle, right? So they're healthy. So they're, they're tying them up so they can, you know, burn them or cut them or do whatever they're going to do to sacrifice them. These things are going crazy. They're trying to tie them up and they're making noise. <laughs> they usually have to wrestle the sacrifice. But just because temptation fights back don't mean you ain't supposed to kill it. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You'll be ready to kill something until they fight back. Let's go out to the movies tonight. He said, let's give it one more chance. No! Kill it anyway! Y'all quiet this morning. All sacrifice makes noise. I said all sacrifice makes noise. And God said, take the lamb without blemish and without a spot. So that means you took care of this one. That means you were closer to this one than all the rest. But God still said, I don't care how close you are. I don't care how much time has been invested. When I say kill it. But we've been dating for two years. Kill it. But I've been acting like this all my life. Kill it. When my whole family do it this way. I don't care how familiar you are with the sacrifice. Kill it!
Christ makes noise. No more sex. Your body gonna be like, yep. Kill it. Cold turkey. Kill it. Y'all quiet. I gotta sleep alone tonight. Your body gonna be like. Y'all quiet. <laughs> Your emotional be like, ah, what you doing? All sacrifice makes noise. It's not dead already. You're going to kill it. It's going to kick. It's going to squirm. It's going to want to still be in your mind, still be in your spirit, still be in your heart. It still wants to have influence. But God said today is the last day for hindrance. Last day. I feel breakthrough in the room. I said I feel breakthrough in the room. This is the last day for hindrance in your life. But you gotta kill it. This is something God ain't gonna do. God ain't gonna do it. You gotta kill it. You got to kill the relationship you started. You got to kill the thought process you embraced. You got to kill the habits you developed. I'm not doing it. I'll give you power to, but I'm not doing it. Because if I kill it, it means something to me. But when you, when you do it, I mean more to you. Somebody scream in here. Oh, 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 hallelujah. Let me end this. Kill it. I talked to somebody that needs to kill something in their life. I was talking to him, and it was like, but if I leave them, they're not going to have no God factor in their life. No, I'm the only one they pray with. I'm the only one that talk about God, because he ain't got no, all his friends is hood, his, uh, look at your neighbor and say, God got him. Don't you worry about nobody like God can't reach them, like he can't save them. He snatched you out, didn't he? He can reach way. He can reach way down and pick them up, turn them around, place their feet on solid ground. He's able. I said he's able. You ain't nobody's saving grace. I'm their only prayer partner. They'll find somebody else. They be alright. Just let your mouth drop. Say they be alright. Cause that's a lie from the devil trying to make that connection pure. Ah! 
mountain of the devil that you will not deceive God's people anymore. We will come to the knowledge of the truth and we'll surrender. Yeah. I feel breakthrough in this place today. And I know a lot of y'all are not ready to kill it. And I feel that. Today might not be for you. Not that the Spirit is not here to help you, but you might not be ready. I don't know if you got another week. Anytime they walk it up in Walmart, anytime they walk it up in Walmart killing people, and I'm not threatening you, but only pride will say, we got a little time, we be all right. It ain't as bad as he's saying. If you know it can get that bad, it's proof that you already know this ain't it. Let me let y'all go. Oh, let me stop saying that. Whoa, I feel a killing in here today. I feel a killing in here today. We become so acquainted and connected to sacrifices, to things we're supposed to kill. We have become intimately acquainted with sacrifices that we're scared to surrender it from money. That's a sacrifice. Money. We hold on to money and we just stingy with it. We don't, oh, God wants me to start a business. You can't start a business with $100. Get that in offering today. Stop playing. Let that be a seed and not your harvest. Stop playing. You can't start a business with $150. I know it's more than you had in a little while, but it ain't enough to do what you need to do anyway. I feel a killer. Most of our hindrances in life, why we can't go up, is because we ain't surrender somewhere. The secret place is the place where you surrender. Everybody ain't got to know what you're killing or what you're giving up or what you're struggling. They ain't got to know, but you got to surrender. There's wisdom that is waiting for you on another level. And you're trying to figure out your life now, but that wisdom is at the next level. Next level comes when you, when you surrender, when you humble yourself. Y'all not with it today. Y'all don't like this. America is in trouble because we ain't humbling ourselves. America is going to be at the, ooh, we're going to face God's judgment and it ain't going to be good for America because you say we're under God, but we're the most prideful nation in the whole world. If we surrender, God can bless it. But we're not going to surrender as America. We're going to try as hard as we can to become God. That's what them robots and all that stuff going to be all in your houses. You act like your robot ain't in your house now. You got a smart TV? Yeah, it ain't smart. It's, info, it's Intel. I got info on everything in your house. If I say Siri right now, most of y'all phones will go off. That's not convenient. That's control. I got to get out of here now because I'm talking about other stuff. Those living in constant goodness, be seated please, for those living in constant goodness, next scripture, and doing what pleases him, 
if you live in constant goodness, doing what pleases him, seeking an unfading glory and honor and unperishable virtue, you will experience eternal life. But those governed by selfishness and self-promotion whose hearts are unresponsive to God's truth and would rather embrace unrighteousness will experience the fullness of wrath. Anyone who does evil can expect tribulation and distress, Jew first. But when we do what pleases God, we can expect unfading glory, true honor, and continual peace. It keeps going, and I'm done. Well, let me just keep going. For example, whenever people who don't possess the law, so now we're talking about unbelievers. When, they don't, when people who don't possess the law as their birthright, when they commit sin, it still confirms that a law is present in their conscience. Is that the word, Tim? It's in the, I was so happy this was in the Bible, I didn't know what to do. So unbelievers still know that there's a law in them. For when they instinctively do what the law requires, that becomes a law. So there are some people who don't have the God's spirit, don't, have not accepted Jesus that do good things or do right. So that proves that you got a system in you telling you what's right or wrong. So if you can do a giveaway to the community, why can't you obey God completely? Okay, 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 okay. Uh-uh, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I'm gonna get y'all out of here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so so it, the law, it becomes a law to them. Even though they don't have the Mosaic law, it demonstrates that the requirements of the law are woven into their hearts. Before you hear a word, God, his, his, his law is woven into your heart. Uh-huh, I ain't gonna break that down. I'm gonna keep going. They know what is right and wrong, for their conscience validates this law in their heart. Their thoughts correct them in one instance and commend them in another. So your thoughts say, yo, that ain't right. Don't do that. And then your thoughts be like, yo, that was good. I'm glad you did that, homie. Well, you ain't saved. D'Angelo, I'm glad you're in church today. At least one person is good Jesus tonight. People from the hood, ghetto, never heard God before. They hear that was good. And they hear, no, nah, don't do that. In one instance, they hear correction. In the other instance, they hear com commendation. Without coming to Christ. So this judgment will be revealed on the day when God, through Jesus, the Messiah, judges the hidden secrets of people's hearts. God is going to judge everyone's secret place in light of Jesus. Whoa. So God is going to line your thoughts up with Christ. And judge you by that. Uh, are y'all, okay, y'all not getting what I'm saying, okay. That, what would Jesus do? Yeah, that. So if you're not turning your other cheek, he's going to line your fighting hands up with Jesus' closed mouth. He's going to line up your fight back with God's non-resistance. He's going to line your life up against Christ. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's going to get gooder and gooder. But God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We're doing a little reading today. He that believeth on him. Somebody say believe. believe. 
That's where I'm going in my last closing. Here we go. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that don't believe on him is condemned already. You don't have to condemn non-believers. They're already condemned. You're not walking in the light. You're walking in darkness. You're walking in man's wisdom. You're already condemned. Because he has not believed in the name of the holy begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation. Here's the issue. This is why you're condemned. Because light came into the world. Light has come into the world. And men love darkness. Rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light. Neither do they come to the light, lest the deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Now before y'all get heavy, but this is law, 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 law. Law in your heart. He wrote his law in your mind. Even if you ain't saved, you got the law, you got the law, you got the law. Mm. 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 But there's a New Testament. I'm not talking physically like this is the New Testament right here, but I'm, so, I'm talking about there's a new covenant God made with us. That's not based on the law. But it's based on grace. Let's go to the last scripture. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. Can you go to the other version first? Go to the other version, the King James Version. For Christ is the end of the law. Right there. Christ is the end of the law. And because of him, God has transferred his perfect righteousness to all if you believe he makes you right with God you ain't oh y'all missing what I'm saying y'all missing what I'm saying well, go to the next one go to the next scripture it's the same one but it's, the, it's a different translation Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given as a result all who believe in him are made right with God all who believe in him are made right with God all who believe in Jesus are made right with God does anybody believe in Jesus in here I said does anybody believe in Jesus where are my believers at where are my believers I said where are my believers at the sun sets free it's free indeed you ain't gotta worry about the law just follow Jesus accept Jesus believe I'm sorry I don't got enough energy <laughs> believe Jesus no you can stand I'm done you can stand you can stand the law is written on your heart you know what's right you know what's wrong you already know don't do that don't. that's that's God the father when you deal with God the son all those laws are complete in Christ. You don't worry about crossing every T and dotting every I. You believe in Christ and follow him. And he makes you right. The good news is, there's too many laws to follow to try to keep up. The reason why all these weeks I've been talking about the secret place and you already know, you know is to bring you to the end of yourself. I can't do all that. We can't even do 10 commandments. 
Thou shalt not lie. And if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of them all. I'm done. The law is meant to show you that you need a savior. You need some help. I, I wish. Does anybody else besides me in the front row know you need some help? I need a savior. It's impossible for me to do right outside of Christ. I need his help. When you believe in Jesus, you receive remission of sins and you receive the power to be like him through the Holy Spirit. The good news today is I didn't want to wear you down with the law, the law, the law, the law. Oh man, oh if you look at a woman, oh it's, it's too much to try to, uh-uh, Jesus. Come on y'all, this is good news. Jesus. Because you're not going to know everything that's right and everything that's wrong. But you ain't got to know that. All you need to know is one man. And his name is, his name is, who's your savior? Who's your Lord? Who's your kinsman redeemer? Who's your healer? Who's your deliverer? Why y'all getting quieter, getting louder? Who's your way maker? Who's your freedom? He already accomplished the purpose that the law was even given. Who wouldn't receive Christ? Believe in him and it makes you right with God. Instead of worrying about crossing every T and dotting every, you'll never be able to do it. You'll never be. God will whisper in you wisdom. Do this, do that, do this. You know, uh, uh, turn the other cheek. Before you get saved, you hear all these things, but you can't do it. You, you feel me? You, you can't do it. How can I do it? Jesus comes and says, I am the way. Y'all quiet for some reason. I am the way you do it. I am the how you do it. This is what God meant. I am God's secret place. Jesus is God's secret place. All we got to do is believe him. <laughs> belief is not just mental. When you believe something, your life molds around it. Okay? If you don't believe in Santa Claus, you're not leaving no cookies and milk out by the chimney. Because my behavior follows what I believe. So not only believe in him like, yeah, he was real, he existed. No, I believe everything about him. I believe his word. I believe what he said. I believe... So my life is molded around the living word who is Jesus Christ. Live, be free today. Be free. Be free. If you ever feel overwhelmed, go under. Surrender. Surrender. I rebuke stress right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke depression right now in the name of Jesus. And as I was talking with my wife today, I rebuke overthinking. Yep. We rebuke overthinking in the name of Jesus. Rest in Christ. Rest, y'all. Rest. You ain't going to be perfect. You ain't going to do everything perfectly. Rest. Rest. Come unto me, you who are weary and heavy laden. And I will 
give you rest. not take a vacation but it's time to free yourself from trying to be so perfect you're gonna be ugly one day I know you ain't gonna post yourself being ugly but you woke up looking rather rough <laughs> just cuz nobody saw it don't mean it's not you you need to be loved to the point where you can show people that who can you show the real you to So, Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your spirit. It's not by might, nor by power, nor by volume, or by energy, or charisma. But your spirit is convicting us today. Your spirit is changing us. Your spirit is telling us to repent and change. I pray that we do not mute your voice, but we listen and embrace your way and surrender. And no matter how much noise this sacrifice makes, we kill it anyway. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and say amen, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.